another episode of Ed's Auto Garage. Again, this is Ed Arango coming to you from, uh, again, my garage here in uh, in Huntington Beach, uh, California. Um, it's been a while. I haven't done a podcast in a, in probably about mm, probably about a month, six weeks now. And um, today's podcast is going to be a little a little different, a little funky, a little bit kind of uh, coming from a place that's a little. Uh, uh, dear and near to my heart, which is kind of um, a little bit, you know, kind of regarding uh, the scooter scene, Lombretta, Vespa, scooter, the scooter scene that maybe a lot of people just just really don't know or understand. Or today on the show, I've got two buddies of mine. Um, we have Greg Covey and we've got Dwight Schmidt. Is that how you say it, Dwight? Last yep. name? Yep. Schmidt? That is such an Argentinian name. I know. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and um, so it's kind of funny. I I got, you know, as a, you know, now I'm, I'm a grown up and I can make my own decisions. So I bought myself yes, a scooter and nobody could tell me other, otherwise. So <laughs> I bought myself a scooter uh, some years back. I have had motorcycles. I had ninjas and I had a Harley and all this kind of crap. And, you know, I just kind of said to myself, you know what? It'd be fun to just have a scooter now. I can ride it. Um, I, don't, I don't need to be going fast or long distances or any of that. You know, long distances like, you know, not not that you can't do it on a scooter. You can't. Uh -huh. But um, but uh, so so Dwight and I kind of connected through social media. Uh, probably what like yeah, like like seven years ago six yeah, years like ago like that, yeah it's been a long time mm -hmm. and um he, dwight honestly he opened my eyes to this scooter culture that is still going on that that you may not re people may not realize it's going on and then and then obviously he introduced me to to greg and then from greg's house around the corner at we went to the we went to an event that was at the the piazzas yeah me piazzas right right there on pch yeah. uh -huh. and um and, and it was just it kind of was a little mind blowing blowing to me that there is still this i don't know do you guys want to call it a subculture yeah it is yeah definitely yeah is it so so why don't you guys kind of kind of if you know if you guys don't mind jumping in and just kind of giving us a little bit of 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 how you guys got to know each other and and how the culture started here in Southern California. Go ahead, guys. And and this is going to come from a kind of a of a of a version of a of a somebody who's uh, seeing looking into a scene, and then Greg, who was actually in the scene more, uh, like he was actually more in like a scooter club, and he was actually part more of the actual that culture of the scooter and mod part of it. Um, I lived in the desert and could only visit that every once in a while. So it was kind of a little foreign to me. And in one of those visits that I came down from the desert, that's when I very first saw Greg, mm -hmm. I believe, at one of, of, a, of a show at... Uh, Let me expand upon that. Go for And it. how old were you guys during this time? So we can get a, a correlation. I was probably 17. Oh, Same. wow. About, I was about well, 18 then. So about yeah. five years ago, six years ago. Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah a little bit. Uh, might have been a little bit older then. Yeah, maybe. If yeah, you're 17, so, I must have been a little bit older. Okay, go ahead. So it was a concert that was, I think, at the Whiskey. The Whiskey Go Go on Sunset. And I met Dwight's sister first. And um, she and I hit it off. She was a cool chick. I don't think she's that cool anymore, huh? <laughs> well, she's, she's pretty cool. But just not <laughs> to, just a real not change. To real change. But um, he's like, oh, you must know my friend Dwight, or my, my friend, my brother Dwight, he's up there on the balcony. And so I'm like, well, I don't, I don't know what the fuck she's talking about, you know? <laughs> so, um, but uh, that was the first time I met a Schmidt, okay? And then I met his brother, and then I met Dwight. I don't quite remember exactly where you and I met Dwight, but it was, it was, that was the first time I met a Schmidt. Yes. So, and then I think Greg and I more officially met at a gig down in long beach at that at fenders i guess oh, okay yeah fenders fenders was a, a fenders ballroom was a was a great place to see a show 
um, and it's no longer there anymore. anymore. It's, um, it's condos now. Right. But a lot of times people would ride their bikes down there to the show and then the show would happen. So there'd be like a scooter rally to the show. Right. And, and what kind all- of music, what kind of music were you guys into in that at that age? Um, ska and what you call mod power music, pop? soul, power pop, Say northern soul type stuff. Sure. Yeah. A little bit of northern soul. Um, yeah, yeah that, 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 that about covers it. Yeah. For me, it was, uh, I was living in the desert, you know, just kind of lost and, and, and listened to a lot of heavy metal and stuff like that. And kind of starting to move around a little bit musically and had started kind of dating this girl, Stella. And uh, she was into different music and she started, she introduced me kind of to like, like to the who and to the whole like mod culture kind of stuff. She was kind of more of a vintage girl. I mean, she was a little bit more advanced, obviously. She she was more of kind of a vintage girl and and liked that music and liked that stuff. And so, I mean, me liking her, I'm like, okay, what is this? She, and she's like, you know, you should get a scooter and, you know, you'd be really cool. It would be really cool if you got, you know, you like this kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that'd be cool. Um, and then as it happened, my friend, my dad bought my brother a Vespa for mm-hmm. whatever reason. He bought my brother a Vespa and down in Roland Heights, um, he buys, you know, he shows, he takes this rally 180 out of the, out of a van. And I, I, I fall to pieces, man. I mean, that was my, my heart was, was older brother, younger brother, younger brother. Oh, and uh, my heart was there. And I thought, oh my God, this thing is just, I were you kind of like, what, what the hell? Where's mine? Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> and so um, I remember taking that thing and, and writing it around the, the, the neighborhood there and then writing it around Roland Heights and down by the mall. And dude, I mean, those literally are some of the most unbelievable memories I have about riding a scooter. I mean, and then um, going and then getting that scooter up to the desert and Eric, my brother goes, dude, I don't want that thing. And I'm like, dude, let me let me have it, bro. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. So from then on, I mean, it's been that has been my a big piece of my, I don't know, my mental health, man, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of my memories, some of my best memories are early, early, early like that too when I was very young. When we didn't have to wear a helmet. Wow. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Wow, that. One night, just just me and a friend, it was another friend, it wasn't Dwight, but um, me and a friend getting on, getting on a scooter. It was warm night, super warm night in the middle of summer, just riding just riding with no helmets, shorts, t-shirts, and just cruising around. Just, uh, it was just fun. It was crazy. We were going anywhere, but we were going everywhere. You know what I mean? Oh, I and, and what a feeling. I mean, cause you think about it, that must've been, I, I can imagine a warm summer night here in California outside on, you know, without a helmet on with shorts on a t-shirt on. And it yeah. just, you must feel like you're flying. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally, yeah. yeah. It was fun. And it yeah, was that, part. That's impressionable. And, and, you know, and we, Again, too young to realize how you, yeah, how rickety these things really are yes, and how exactly. finicky they could be, you know, and how one wrong thing could send your life into a tizzy. None of that, man. None of that mattered. No, yeah. and how close the road was. Like, oh, shit, there's asphalt right there. Who cares? <laughs> We're just going right along, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so uh, unbelievable, that stuff. So, again, every once in a while, back in those days, they would have a huge scooter rally called Scooper Scoot. <laughs> Scooper Scoot. Super Scoot. Super Scoop. Wow. Super Scoot. So yeah. I believe Super Scoot 85 is the very first time I probably ever did see Greg, you know, down no, somewhere. No, I wasn't at 85. I was at you weren't at 85. You were at 87. 88. Okay. I did see him at, I think at 87. Was that Running Springs? Yeah. Uh, yes, I think so. Right. Uh-huh. Right. And they were all, you know, every one of these things was well planned and a fucking disaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we get there to Running Springs and like, who are you people? The, the guy, the proprietor of this this parking, this, this like campground says, who the fuck are I? I didn't know this many, this many people here. Get out of here. Go away. <laughs> we had to cruise back down the hill and we found various places to stop and pull over. Like some people would say, oh, you can, you can, you can pitch your tent in my yard, my front front yard you know just don't make too much noise and other places when we 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 go to other campgrounds and we split up that was so unorganized yeah that was the that was the time where we went up there to running springs it didn't work out and then we ended up in somebody's backyard in a big tent and uh it was just another you know 
uh, unbelievable time riding scooters and it just didn't work out. Yes. But uh, yeah, I mean, so I get a lot of great memories like that from, from riding scooters when we were young. And then, you know, that all, 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 part of the scooter culture in that respect was like different subcultures within that culture. There was like the, the scooter boys, kind of the, you know, they, they were just into the kind of the scooters. And they were Greg, like people more like Greg and I were more like mods, mm -hmm. but and with scooters. And then there were like skinheads and they also kind of rent, you know, they rode scooters and stuff. So there was even division like between the, like the subcultures then. That's true. And we're talking about the good skinheads too, not the bad ones, not the racist kinds. Yeah. So, yeah. so Greg, you said that you were kind of a little bit more involved in, in the clubs and, uh, how, how did how did the clubs originate? Were they kids from like all over or were they like all kids from like maybe one general high school or a couple of high schools or a couple or from like the colleges or something like that? Or how, how did how did so, they get to get how did they find out about these clubs? So the club I was in was called Club Impact. And it was a Long Beach based club. I've lived in Long Beach my whole life, pretty much my whole life. And um and so that's how we all there are people from Orange County that were in the club too, as long as they weren't too far away. They would drive in or or you know scoot in, whatever. Yeah. But um that's uh that was that was a fun time. When, running springs when we went to Super Scooter 87, we were all there, all club impacts there. So we stuck together, you know, we, we watched each other's back. We made sure everybody had a place to stay that night, you know, and so that that club, clubs are fun. I don't know how they really got started around here. I think there's been scooter clubs since the '60s in England. Mm -hmm. um, and um, so I think that's that's sort of it's a legacy of that. Did the scooter clubs revolve around like a uh, a certain like like scooter repair shop or a Vespa shop or something? Where because I mean, you know. I would imagine that back then, young kids, when you'd buy a scooter and you might need to tweak it and work it. And I don't know about you guys, but me, I know enough to to really screw it up and I have to take it to, to a professional and get it fixed. Right. You know, so I can imagine that there was probably some scooter shops that people kind of gravitated around that maybe the, you know, other members you found members, people to join the clubs from. Mm -hmm. There were shops around. I mean, there was back then there was two shops, two major shops. One was, uh, help me out, Dwight. Um, like Eric Larson's the, shop? Go yeah, Fast. Go Fast. Go Fast Scooters. Go Fast yeah. is one. And then Scooterville was the other one. That's in Scooterville, yes. And that's where, I mean, as a person who lived in the desert, in the high desert, I had to somehow get my scooter all the way down to Anaheim to bring it to, to, go to Scooterville for them to work on it. Wow. And then from there, obviously, they are working, literally, they're working and selling Vespas. And from there, you're seeing like, oh, my God, look at that cool scooter right there. You know, who does that belong to? You start talking to people. You start understanding kind of what's going on. There's flyers about, you know, uh, gigs and, and rides. And then mm -hmm. from there, I mean, Scooterville for me was that was that kind of opening, you know, like and then and then going. I mean, and oddly enough, man, going to Claremont <laughs> and down at the colleges. Yeah, the Claremont Colleges, but there's that downtown yep. where, there's that, where there's that cool record store. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rhino Records. Right, Rhino. Um, yeah. That's the very first place I saw like five scooters lined up. And I, and I mean, my eyes just was like, oh, my God, man, there's, this is real. There's people around here like that, you yep. know? And then I, I, I realized, okay, this might be going on, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because, I mean, in, growing up in Claremont, I mean, the first time I rode a scooter was like a buddy's p i don't know if it was a 125 or a 200 or whatever it was but it was a buddy's p that i wrote and you know i had i had a little bit of motorcycle experience i understood the shifting thing and you know and i was like wow this is super cool my parent you know again this is also when when all the kids had uh you know the motobacon uh mopeds or the poop mm -hmm, mopeds mm -hmm. and all that stuff during that era and then all of a sudden you start seeing these kind of these scooters, these Vespas kind of show up at the high school. And, but you know, again, yeah. So that was the first time I ever got to ride a scooter and that kind of stuck and resonated in my head as well. Not until I got older, was I able to 
to jump on one myself. So yeah, it must have yeah. and when you jumped on your GL, it must have felt it must have felt way different than a P. Oh well, yeah. Well, I mean, it had been such a long time the separation that I couldn't even freaking tell the difference. I just oh, knew yeah. that I was shifting, you know. <laughs> so that's yeah. all. I, that's all I knew. I mean, I, between there, you know, you run into situations where you get to ride like, uh, you know, twist and goes and stuff like that. And um, I mean, that's that. That was a whole different. You know, that's a whole different animal in itself. Um, yeah, all the bikes that we have here are shifties. Yeah. yeah, they're all yeah, and yeah. They're all steel. They're all steel. They're no plastic, and they're made in Italy, or Spain, or Spain. Yeah, or Argentina. <laughs> right. So, 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 tell me. I mean, Greg. I mean, um, Greg. You have Lombrettas and and uh, Vespas, and Dwight. Do you have Lombrettas now too? Um, I I used to, um, but no, not right at this moment. How many scooters do you have right now, Dwight? Six. You have six right now? Yeah. I think you need seven, dude. Mm, I, I would like seven, but it's down in San Diego, and I don't know if I can get it. So. <laughs> yeah, right there. Right there. That was number seven there. That was, oh, uh, really? That was Dwight's sole Lambretta. Yeah. Oh. Said, hey, hey, hold this for me for, for about eight years, and then he yeah. got it a week ago. On Super Bowl Sunday, he brought it back. I'm going to fix it up and hopefully get it running again. Yeah, wow. man. I can't wait to get that thing. And, and and Ed, as you can tell, I mean, when we were young, somehow, some way, the very first scooter Greg bought was a Lambretta. And the very first scooter I was ever introduced to was a Vespa Rally. And I mean, you know, Greg has a beautiful rally there, but his love and his deep love is our Lambrettas. And my yeah. deep love are rallies. <laughs> and so <laughs> we stuck with the first things we fell in love with, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I mean, I know that you've been a big rally guy, so yeah, I, I you know, that. I mean, that's my favorite bike. I mean, the 180 yeah, is my favorite. There are people who who go to him for questions. Hey, hey, dude, I hear you're the rally guy. Do you have these parts? Do you have this. What's this? How, what is this thing? How come this is on the 75 but not on the 76? You know, yeah, he knows all that stuff. He's good with that shit. So, yeah. so Dwight, tell us a little bit for people that don't know. I mean, I mean. There's people, I mean, obviously there's people that all they know is they see, they see that opening and they think they're all Vespas. They don't realize that they're Lombrettas. They don't, they don't, they, there's people just that just don't realize that or don't, or no, don't know that. And, and Dwight, tell us what is, what makes the difference between um, the rallies, um, you know, what, you know, the super sports, the GLs, the GSs. I mean, um, how does that whole thing kind of play out? There's there's essentially like two different, like really kind of two different types of Vespas, really. There's uh, the kind that you and I have, like a GL or a rally, you know, where it's where the where the the uh, the carburetor sits, you know, behind and above there or like on a GS160 or, or SS180, they're piston ported. So that's the, the, the carburetor and everything sits in a different angle and it's in it's a different like the, the motor is a little different. So. Mm. There's there's a kind of a different variations just in in that respect, but your the engine in your bike and the engine in my bike are very similar, uh -huh. very similar. Being being, but your your bike is uh the the rally, um is a a one eighty. What the I have one I have one one eighty and the rest are two hundreds. And even the two hundred engine is similar to the one fifty engine. Yeah, it's they're very similar. Wow. Okay. It's a smaller carburetor. One of the biggest differences is that the carburetor is smaller. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, the, the the engine case, you know, is probably very similar size. But then Got you it. get to the you get to the barrel and, and and the piston, and you get to the gears, and you get to the you know the carburetor, and then the, the exhaust, and then you get a two hundred essentially. You know, so you can you can make I think you can make the GL you know motors like 200 motors but it's it's more like where the stator goes and all kind of stuff like that but dude your GL is fast man I mean I I, I remember pushing my rally hard and I mean and you were ripping down the road <laughs> hey hey and, and I'll tell you I just had that work done to it right so I had I had uh Eric uh Eric Larson and um uh, and Massimo here in uh, Costa Mesa they uh i had the uh, the panasco 177 kit put on it with the uh i think it's a 24 carburetor 
Oh, and the exhaust. I had uh, another exhaust, and um, the electronics were changed, and they had to change the um, I guess the cam, the the cam, the the thing that kind of like holds the piston to go up and down the cam yeah, yeah, part. Crankshaft. The crankshaft. The crankshaft. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, the crankshaft. So I mean, uh, you know, and obviously a new piston and all that stuff. Um, and it 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 boogies right now. Dude, I right bet you. Down. I mean, I, I bet I'd be hard to keep up with you at six point. I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah it, it it I had a Bowstar GL for a while. That was the most peppiest bike I ever rode. Yeah, yeah, that thing was. Dude, that. I don't history. know why. I don't know why. I mean, it's I don't just, either. I don't know. But I'm telling you, Greg, I'm ripping down PCH, man. And I mean, I, and I've got my, I've got my my throttle at a comfortable place to work. If I'm if I if it blows up, I might still live, right? And I'm like. Mm. <laughs> and and, and freaking ants are I mean just tearing up the fucking road, dude. I'm like, God damn it, man. What the hell's he got in that thing? You know? I remember you commented once about that, like, like there's something going on there. And because you're you're nice. ripping in that thing. And I don't know, I didn't know any difference, you know. So yeah. I just knew I think that the guy that owned my bike before had it, had some work done to it, but you know, I, I don't, I don't, I really don't know. I have a, I have a big, a big owner's manual that, well, not an owner's manual, but just like all my receipts of all the work and everything. Oh, cool. Nice. You know, that I've done, I've got, I've got a, an original, uh, oh, nice. You know, nice. gizmo here from 60, from oh. 63. Is that the book? You know, oh, that's the, nice, dude. The book, you know, and the owner's uh, manual. Yeah, yeah, a little. It's it's like it's like in Italian and like like German or something. I don't know what other language. I can't even tell what the language. All is. the things that we covet, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. So, um, yeah, but I'll tell you, I did. I had that work done to the scooter, and you know, don't tell Yvette, but I mean, it was like forty five hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> You imagine I pay. I spent forty. I mean, it started out like like it started out like it was going to be like eighteen hundred bucks, right? But then I kept saying, "Well, how about this? Can we do this? How about that?" And before I know it, it just snowballed. I know. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I could have bought another scooter for this. <laughs> you could have <laughs> bought another scooter. You know, and but you got a freak. I mean, but your GL is beautiful, man. I mean, really yeah. No, I mean, it's a, it's 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 a it's it's really it's really in in you know, in good shape and doing really well. I just, I think what I need to do next is probably get some new tires for it. Um, I mean, the tires are, I guess are fine, but I think that, that a little bit, uh, maybe a, a little bit better grippier tire. I, I don't know. Yeah. I've kind of, you know, I mean, I was, a on, I was a kind of a classic scooter, you know, tire rider for a long, long time. And, and, and Greg's always been more of a, a roundy rider. I mean, like, you know, like, like round tires, like real tires, you know, like yeah. motorcycle type tires. And I was like, that doesn't, that doesn't look right on a scooter, or whatever for me. But I started putting them on my bikes, man. And man, I enjoy riding my bikes a lot more. Hmm. They really feel better when I, when you're riding around. Yeah, no, I could imagine. And Greg, tell us, tell us a little bit about, about the scooters that you have right now. What are the, and, and, and any of the projects you're working on? Well, let's see. So the, the red one right there that you see, that's my only Vespa. That's oh, wow. A, it's the only one. You got rid of your GL then. I did, yeah. Oh. That is a, what is it? It's a 76, 76 Rally 200 electronic ignition. It's got the FEMSA electronic ignition. Uh, and, then, and then I've got um, the 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 ochre colored the yellow colored bikes back there you see two of them there's actually a third one that you can't see those are all those are all jet 200s i don't know why i have three of them because i'm fucking crazy that's why <laughs> but um but i love those those are the ones that that that, that are made in spain they're basically lambrettas they're patterned after the series threes that were originally designed in italy in the very early 60s and then a company named ibar um, patent not they licensed the design from Lambretta so that they could make them in in, in Spain <clears throat> and the Spanish Lambrettas are a little different they, they got them little 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 intricacies little tweaks to them but they're fun they're beautiful and um, that that one right there I don't know if you can see there's a little there's a little embellishment right there yep that that's the 200 embellisher that's that's typical for an early one of those 
I love that. I love that design. It's just a beautiful oh, bike. Me too. Yeah. So, so, so are 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 the the jets are those uh, are those Spanish bikes? Yes, the Jet Two Hundred is a Spanish bike, right? Okay, and then but they also had the Italian Two Hundred that wasn't called Jet then, right? Yeah, it's an SX Two Hundred basically, and it had that same that same pattern, that same badge on it there. Yeah. And even if you look at the engine of this one right here. It says SX200 on the engine. It's although it's not technically, it's it's a it's it's a Spanish engine, Spanish bike. But um, so and then there's a blue. There's a TV175 back there. I don't know if you can see the blue one back. The blue there. one in the, way in the back, yeah. Yeah, and then so these are all series threes, and this is one. This one's a series two. You can't really tell because the front end's off. But um, and then I've got a series one in the house that I mean it's like a museum piece. So I put it in the house so my cats can sit on it, pretend they ride it. <laughs> nice. So did you did you learn how to? Did you just learn on your own how to like tinker with these scooters and and work on them and or, or yeah, how I did you? Did. I mean, I had a I had a friend way back in the day who was really good with this stuff and he taught me a lot of shit. Um, I don't talk to him anymore, unfortunately, but, um, um, but so, yeah, I like, like I, like I said, I think when we started, I almost like tinkering more than, than, than riding these days, but, um, but yeah, so I've, I mean, I've got the books, I've got all the, where, where are my books here? I up here. Hold on. So I'm going to show you some of the books I've got. This is, this is a great one right here. Mm -hmm. this, this is printed in England. This is, you know. This is, it's all our color pictures. Whereas this, this, the book that I learned off of in the 80s was this one. Oh, oh wow. The best book. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody had this book. I mean, this is, this is, this is, this is so weird. Some of the descriptions are so obtuse. It's like the Queen's English, you know? <laughs> um, and then there's this one here, which is kind of cool. This is more recent thing. This, this is the, uh, it's, it's in Italian more, more than English practically but it tells you all the stuff about like 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 if you see a horn that looks like this you got you got whatever bike you know you've got this bike or if you see yeah you know, i don't know what's just got all this very particular stuff about about what each bike how how it's different from another bike and, and what parts you may have on hand and and greg are there shops that still that still uh that are around that still work on lumbrettas or or i mean it seems like those are that's not as common obviously i think as uh as vespas yeah there's 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 the jet 200 or casa lambretta usa which is in denver that's a good thing i guess they do work i'm sure they do great work there but i get parts from them basically that's that's one of the best places to get parts then there's Scooters Originale, which is in Washington. They do good parts. They resell a lot of Scootopia parts, which is an English brand. Um, and um, who am I, am I forgetting anybody, Dwight? Uh, well, we, locally, um, you know, there's a guy that runs a place called Planet Lambretta. Oh, Planet, right. I've heard of that. And um, uh, he's got quite a collection, a very personable guy. Um, he's sponsored a couple of rides that I've been on. Uh, likes to open up his museum. He's got like a Lambretta museum. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You should go check it out, Ed. It's really cool. Is it uh, where is he? Is it uh, like um, Gardena? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, he's, a lot uh, of nice scooters. He's uh, got a lot of nice scooters. He knows a lot of weird Lambretta facts. He's got Lambretta mopeds. I think a Vespa moped's kind of rare. He's got Lambretta mopeds. Hmm. Um, I mean, so, yeah. He, it's an interesting place for sure. They got like a like a pseudo museum there that you can kind of walk through, and he'll kind of show you the different nuances of, of yeah. you know this was a fifty eight, this is a fifty nine, and this is why they're different, you know, whatever. And then he'll kind of this is sixty three and sixty four, you know. He, he kind of can talk to you about the different bikes he has there. He has a lot of cool accessories on the walls, um, mm -hmm. and I mean, again, he's a he's a nice chatty dude. So yeah, Harmic is his name. Yeah, yeah. Was was was. I'm assuming that Vespa was the first scooter um, and Lambretta came after. Was it something that was Lambretta, uh, you know, like happens a lot of times with the car with in the car industry where, <laughs> where um, somebody was an, 
employee or worked as an engineer or a designer for the car company. And then he went off and, you know, he kind of steered off and, and, and made his own car or his own design or something like that. Um, is that, is that kind of what happened with, with, uh, with Vespa and Lambretta or, or were they like total comp competitors all the time? I can't really speak to that. I think they're competitors. They basically started around the very same time. Do I, do you know much more about that? Um, again, no. They, I mean, if you look back on on the like the dates for early Lambrettas and early Vespas, they're very they're very very close. Nineteen forty seven. Yeah, and and it, it was really a pivot, you know, as far as like Piaggio, you know, who had Vespa, it was a pivot. They were making small motors for um, like the the putting down and putting up the the wheels of a plane. Yeah, so, I heard that. And so they they took that kind of design, and then they said, "Well, here's a, a small little motor. Let's let's put that on something that people can just ride around on." And then they they kind of made that Vespa figure, you know, as as you see, um, back in forty seven, somewhere yeah, like that, forty eight, forty. Yeah. Um, and and um, from there on, they kind of just started refining it and making it different, but. They, it was it was a repurposing of the motor essentially for transportation for cheap transportation and yeah. and and Vespas and Lambrettas are are, are dip, the motors are, are themselves are different you know They're I mean a Vespa is a direct drive there's a piston and it just goes right to the gears where on a on a Lambretta there's a chain well there's a chain like a motorcycle but it's inside the engine oh wow so you never see it. But um, but yeah, like I was saying, the Lambretta is definitely very different than a Vespa. And the guy who started Lambretta, he his company Innocenti made uh, scaffolding, so they knew how to do stuff with tubes. And so um, the Lambretta frame, well, if, especially the very early ones, the Model A, the B, the C, the so on, they were made with a lot, a lot of tubes. And whereas the Vespa is all, it's a pressed. It's one pressed unit. I think Monocoque, yeah. I think there's like eight individual parts on a Vespa. You know, if you count like the, the, the fenders, the two side, the side cowls, the, the headset, the body itself. Whereas the Lambretta is like fucking 24 damn different parts that you have to bolt on or paint, you know, whatever. If you're restoring it, it's a lot, it's a lot more to do, you know. <laughs> yeah, it is a, it is a, I don't know if overly engineered machine is the word. I'm That's not a good sure. Way to put but, it. Overly engineered, yeah. Is, but I mean, it is so different. Ed, if you ever get a chance to ride one, I mean, I would really suggest you do. You will, you will trip at the difference, man. Every time I ride one of Greg's Lambrettas, you know, or a guy, a guy, this guy, I know a guy named Rick. He has uh, a couple of nice bikes. Um, man, I mean, <laughs> finding first, second, third, fourth is like you know, for, on a Lambretta for me is like, I, yeah, I'm close. I think I'm going to go ahead and let it go there. Okay. I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm in it <laughs> <laughs> on a Vespa. I mean, it's like, it's click in, click in, click in, right. click in. I mean, it feels so much for me anyway, it feels so much more precise on a Vespa than it does on a Lambretta as far as the, the gear change. And how's the ride? Is the ride very similar? Does, does the Lambretta, I mean, the Lambretta looks like, uh, 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 you know, in, you know, com in comparison to some, some Vespas, it looks a, like a bigger bike. Is it, uh, does it ride like a bigger bike? Does it ride more like a motorcycle? Does it ride more like a more, are they very similar? I'd say they're similar. They're about almost the exact same size, length and width and height. Wow. Okay. Seat height and everything. Um, the, like if you were, if you ride a P200 or any P series bike compared to an older Vespa or any Lambretta, the P series is going to be a very nimble bike. If you understand what I'm saying, yeah, <clears throat> the Rally is a little more, little not as nimble, but a little more so than than, a, than an older than an older Vespa or than most Lambrettas. So everything everything on a Lambretta is right down the middle, though. Whereas the Vespa, you know, the engine is off to the right hand side, and so it's, it's sort of unbalanced a little bit. But you don't really notice that when you're riding. Yeah. You're right. Everything on a Lambretta is right down the middle, which is sort of nice uh, in some ways. Yeah, um, and I and I believe as a passenger, very, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Very over-engineered, as Dwight said, almost like the Dyson of fucking motor scooters. <laughs> but I mean, again, engineering-wise, like he said, the motor is straight down the middle, so the balance is is very nice. 
And as a passenger, the floorboards extend out farther. So it's really a lot easier to put your feet down and get a, and get a nicer place to sit as an investor. You have to kind of push your feet a lot more forward to try to get it around the, uh, around the, uh, right. Around the cowls. Cowls. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Are that, are the, are they use the same like 10 inch wheels and stuff like that? And yep. Yep. Same, same tires, same inner tubes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oddly enough, I think yeah, I think Lambrettas have a like a four lug pattern, and Vespas have a five lug pattern on the wheels. That's right. That's correct. Uh -huh. For whatever reason, uh, but they're both ten inch, um, both kickstart, both. Um, you know, uh, Lambrettas never premixed. I mean, never like you don't you can't you know like on a Vespa like a Vespa like my Rally they have like a little premixer so you can put oil in one part and the mix you know the oil and the, uh, the gas in the other. Lambrettas, you always have to premix. Mm -hmm. they, they never made that feature. Like, is it, it? Are they also fifty to one type of a thing? Yeah, two percent, two, three, four percent at the most. Depending okay. on what you're running. Got it. How how uh, how in comparison uh, reliable is a Lambretta to the to the Vespa in the sense of like stuff breaking down or stuff getting old or something like that on it? Well, a Lambretta is a freaking rattle trap because there's so many parts on it but um i had a lambretta back in the 80s the first one i ever bought i mean i rebuilt it twice and both times it continued to run just beautifully like a top every time um but other people say you know they'll make a joke oh why are lambretta owners so much stronger oh they push their bikes everywhere you know it's <laughs> But it is true that I, I don't know. There's something about a Vespa that some, sometimes the Vespas will just always start, no matter what you do. They're going to start. Whereas the Lambretta, who knows? You know. <laughs> yeah, well, they're, they're both. You know, I mean, you're you have a car right behind you that's Italian. You know. What, what's that? Yeah. he has a car that's right behind him that's Italian. He knows how finicky they are. <laughs> oh right. Yeah. So you know, I've got the I've got the uh, you know I got out of the uh, the muscle car. I got the muscle car heavy metal era out of my system and, and now got into the, uh, to the Italian car, uh, you know, uh, style here. Yeah. I mean, this thing's delicate. Um, you know, you, you know, as long as you take care of it and you kind of massage all the right parts on it, you know, it'll continue working, but you know, when yeah. it goes wrong, shit really goes wrong. Sure. Yeah, yeah know, exactly. So, so one thing yeah, I know, especially with Lambrettas, because there's so many parts, is that if, <clears throat> let's say you, you're restoring a Lambretta and something something is gone on it, it's not there anymore, or you need to replace it because it's broken, the, the replacement part is never going to quite fit perfectly right as that original part. It's almost like the guys in the factory, when they're putting it together, they sort, of, they sort of ground it or bent it or whatever to make it fit that bike. Oh, and I don't think there's anything, you know, tolerances, small tolerances, you know, who fucking cares, whatever. <laughs> but another thing is that any of these bikes, they will, once you get going, they will, they will run. They'll just run, run for a long time. If you get it running, if you get it, if you put it together right, it will run for a long time. And you yeah. mentioned earlier, you mentioned earlier uh, an array of different shops that you can get parts from, but are the parts, I mean, and you've said that there's a lot of parts to the Lambrettas. Are the parts pretty easily accessible? I mean, or is body there parts, body, doesn't exist anymore? There are some body parts that don't exist anymore. Mm. Like a series, like a series one has a horn case where the 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 headlight is down on the front, not on the headset, but it's down on the front of the bike. If you don't have that thing and you have a series one, but it's missing that piece, you don't have a series one, basically. So that's that's that is impossible to get. People have remade them, but they're like they they just don't they don't they don't look good. They don't work well, but uh, and they're very hard to find. Just in general, they're very hard to find. Um, let's see, what what was the rest of your question? No, if there were other, I mean, if they were really other parts were really hard to find or or get. I mean, oh right, the engine parts are easy. Engine parts are easy because there's a company called Scooters India Limited in India, who I think in the mid, I don't remember when, in the mid 70s, they licensed Lambrettas to be made in India. And so they they continue to, to expand upon them, tweak them a little bit, little things here and there are a little different, but they still, it still fits on, a, on an Italian Lambretta maybe. <clears throat> 
But um, so because they, they stuck around until, um, gosh, I think they just closed like five years ago. And there are still parts that they made floating around. Like I just bought a, a gearbox, a 200, a 200 gearbox made in India that, um, that I mean, it's, it's basically an Italian, it could be an Italian gearbox. It's, it's, it's just made in India. So the fact that that's still up and that's sort of nice. Um, I can't speak to Vespas in regards to that. Dwight, do you know, do you know about that? Um, for, for like, you know, the, the kind of nice thing a little bit about, about Lambretto's is that they, they had like a series one, a series two and a series three. And so a lot of the kind of the parts for them are like more, I think a little bit more readily available where like, um, like on a, like on a Vespas for America, they changed a lot of stuff. So that's in 68, um, <clears throat> if you were to buy a Rally 180, you know, when that's when the Rally 180 came out and, and yeah, yeah, that's, if you were to buy that in Europe or Italy, the taillight was flush against the body. If you bought that here in America, it had what we call a tuna can taillight, um, which was now a DOT, you know, requirement for these bikes. Another requirement was a smaller headset that had a sealed beam so there were differences that now the American market scooters were demanding that the Italians now had to kind of fidget and make work. Another one is the turn signals on a rally. If you were going to, you know, Italy or whatever like that, they don't have anything like that on those bikes. So it was an add-on to those bikes for America to make it work. The front reflector is another one. That's not something on, another, on those bikes. So there were, but since America was a market and at least a market enough to where they could maybe placate some stuff they made some concessions and put out these bikes so um that tuna can was around from like 68 to 72 and after that came the the tractor tail light which is the bigger one that looked like the peas have on them now that came on about 74 about uh, about 74 and then that was on from from then on so there there have been some slight changes to these bikes like like greg 76 He's got a he's got a switch on the on his headset that only that year has, and if mm. you if that headset if that switch breaks you're done you 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 are never gonna find another one, mm. Mm. you know I mean it is just you're screwed. Where's where's the Lambretta? Those switches are being remade. Now, in my opinion, they're not being remade very well, uh. but they are being remade. And there are some people nice. who remake stuff, but it's just, I mean, again, SIP is, you know, SIP is the one that we, that we all use, you know, pretty yeah. much. Is, um, um, in, in the Lambretta world, I mean, you know, compared to like the, uh, uh, the Vespa world, I mean, you hear of, of, I don't even know how to pronounce it right. Bogs, B-O-G-E bikes. Yeah. Oh, Bodge. Bodge. Yeah. Is that, is that, I know that. I know that they are kind of, kind of looked down. I guess you know in the Vespa world. Um, is, am I right in saying that? I don't know. I'm kind of naive to it. So I mean, what's what's the take on that? Don't and, ever buy one. Don't ever buy one, huh? Yeah, don't ever buy a Bodge. And you can yeah. tell us the Bodge. There's certain little hallmarks that every every Vespa or Lambretta has that say this this could be a Bodge. So Lambretta has that also. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To it, sure. Oh, I didn't sure. know that. I thought it was only Vespa. No, no, no. You hear oh, about wow. Vespa's more because they're more popular. Sure. But you know, so the the bodges were made by you know sort of shade tree mechanics in 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 Southeast Asia, okay, and then sold here to hipsters who just say, "I want to buy a Vespa." They don't know anything about it. They don't know why. They just want to buy one. And 50 miles later, the thing will explode and no shop will touch it because they say, oh, you, sh you bought a bodge and uh, I'm not touching this thing because it'll kill you because the frame might fall apart or whatever. Uh, yeah, so they, they, they're just completely shoddy. I mean, they look really pretty on the outside, but the, a lot of them have a lot of uh, Bondo on them. And they all have very, like, like Greg was saying, there's very... There's things that say scream. There's things that scream bodge, like like uh, piping around the door of the side cowl, like the little handle, like the little door opening. If there's like a little rubber piping around that, that's 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 definitely the way that the uh, the floor runners are put on there. Uh, the the trim on the outside of the leg shield. Um, 
they they always put on for whatever freaking reason this license plate bullshit thing on the back with this little chrome thing on the back and the thing rusts terribly oh and the 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 um for whatever reason they bolt the um the crash bars right on the cowls right so they they drill them and they bolt them right on there all those things are bodge i mean all those things are bodge I mean, I know that sometimes they'll, I mean, on the, on the center front, uh, Piaggio's, uh, logo, they put those wings. Is that typically, oh. a, is that a bodge thing or is that, or is that not, not necessarily a bodge thing? I've always thought that okay. if I saw those wings on the front there. If you saw those wings alone, yes, that, you, you never know. But if you saw them with some other, with some other little telltale things, then, then yeah, probably that's a bodge. Got it. Most mm -hmm. bodges are going to have two seats because they think that's cool. Most bodges are going to have a, a seat or like a rear um, uh, spare tire holder that says Vespa right on the back of it with the cover on it. I mean, it's all mm -hmm. color coded the same way. There's usually a kind of a chrome trim that kind of goes around the, the, the front fender. It's just, oh, and, and always the speedometer is going to be in KMH. Oh. Okay, so so I just want to make sure mine's not a bodge, is it? No, no. Good, thank I don't you. Think it is. <laughs> no. Well, I don't think that I don't think that uh, that uh, Massimo or 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 Eric Larson would have worked on it if it was. No. Yeah, no, they, somebody, they wouldn't have. Yeah, and yeah. it was your your bike was done at Scooter Works in Chicago, wasn't it? Man, good memory, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was in Chicago. That's where this guy had it had it done when they originally when they originally uh um uh, redid it back. Yeah, so those guys even, wouldn't touch that bike if it was a bodge. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember what year that was. But yeah, wow, that's good memory. Um is that is your GL original paint or is it repainted? Yeah, it's I'm sure it's repainted. Okay, it's really good, really good. Pink, yeah, they did. I mean, they they use the right color. The only yeah, the only thing definitely. that the only thing that your, your bike is truly missing is on a GL. The rims were the same color as the bike, but that's and that was very that was very specific to that bike, man. I mean, I don't know if any of the Vespas ever had that. Do you? Greg? Well, I don't know. I can't. I'm not sure about that. It, it's funny because I had one of the rims, and and next time you you guys see it, you guys will you know I'll, I'll show it to you guys, but um. One of the rims, um, um, you know, the 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 bolts. For some reason, they must have gotten loose, and and with riding it, they kind of became oblong. Mm -hmm. They ovalized, yeah. Yeah, they ovalized, right? So um, I was getting a funny shimmy, and I couldn't figure out what's going on. Right, one time for I was riding it, um, and yeah, it was it was the rim was getting all kind of jacked up. So I had taken it to the shop, and they got me another rim. So, and they put it on the back and cause it's harder to see back there. So, uh, it's a different color rim in the back than it is in the front. Mm -hmm. I need to get that. I, I wouldn't mind getting that painted or, or done correctly. And the other thing that also isn't correct on mine is, um, the, the levers, the levers, uh, have um are i think more of like a, a more modern one with the little knobs the little balls at the end right. where where the original ones should have been like yours like in your picture uh uh dwight mm -hmm. um i think they should have been like just straight like little stiletto, points like almost stiletto end stiletto ish yeah right yeah. more like yeah. this that's the straight ones i don't know if you can see this one yeah 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 exactly the straight ones like that yeah, the ball end ones were put on in the 70s, I think. Yeah, again, and, DOT. Um, yeah, there's a, it might have been a DOT thing, although I think they did that in Italy, too. Oh, okay. What's so but, DOT um, about that? Well, oh, the, the, your the, eye out? The, the stiletto ones will, they'll go through your hand. Oh. You know, if you crash or something. I mean, that's a terrible thing to think about. But, yeah, the, I mean, who knows? They could poke your head. They could poke, and they could poke through you anywhere, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. So I think I I don't know if that's if they did that in Italy too, but um, but your bikes are what a sixty three four or something like that three yeah and I think it should have those more stiletto those stiletto uh, yeah. levers. So so so, what's next for you guys with the scooters? I mean I mean um, you know 
Greg, you're working on them a lot. I mean, um, you're, I mean, it sounds like you're not writing them as much as, as you used to in the past. Um, mm-hmm. You're still kind of, you're still kind of though loving and enjoying the hobby of scooters, right? Yeah. I just love the, uh, I love the design of them. They're just beautiful from, from that point of view, from a design point of view. Right. Um, and uh, I just like, like with my series one, you know, it took a long time, but I just, I just, I, I took a long time intentionally with it. I got all the parts. I just collected all the parts. It's sort of finding the parts is sort of a fun, fun thing too, make them fit together. Um, so, and then it's just, uh, I, I like that bike a lot. It's really it's perfect. I mean, it's almost perfect to me. Do you still have that one that had, that was, um, that was, that had a penguin on it? <laughs> no, I sold that one. <laughs> what was that one? What was, that, was that? That was basically an LI-150. It was a Lambretta Series 3. And uh, I sold it to a guy, a good a good guy in um, Arizona. In uh, Arizona. He, he painted my Series 1. Oh. Yeah, he, he had plans for that thing. I think I think he sold it to a customer, and, and that customer has done stuff with it. I don't, I don't know exactly what's going on, but. But yeah, that's good memory, man. That was a long time ago. <laughs> hey, um, so so the scooter that's up on the rack behind you, Greg, you're you, what what's the uh, ailment that hit it currently has uh, um, to get <laughs> um, it going? It didn't run. I mean, I don't think it started. I don't think I had run since I bought it. Basically, no. Uh, I have a I have a video of you running, walk, driving that up and down the street, the very first time you got it. Okay, right, right, yeah. And I think that's about probably ten years ago. Yeah, if more than that, probably. Wow. Um, but um, so the 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 fuel tap was full of shit. I had to take I had to replace the fuel tap. Um, just I put a different motor in it now, but then I'm going to rebuild the original motor and put that in actually. Um, so it's um, what else? What else? Uh, just as I kind of got into it, every little thing here and there was was messed up or something. And and uh, but otherwise, it's a very original bike. I really like yeah. it. It's all original. It only has like thirty eight hundred miles on it. It's very low miles. Let me look at it. Oh shit! <laughs> it's not there. No, it's not here. It's here. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like thirty seven ninety four or something like that. Uh, seventy four zero one. Okay. Oh wow! So that was Dwight. That was yours at one time. No, that was that was always Greg's. Um, and then he, you know, I was like, I mean, I always loved that body style, and so I'm like, oh man, that thing's really cool. And he's like, well, yeah, yeah, you know, take it, take it to your house. So I'm like, all right. So I took it to my house, and you know, I mean, plan to work on it here and there and stuff. And I, 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 you know, worked on the body a lot. I kind of buffed out the body and cleaned up the body a lot, and did all those kind of things. Um, but then the you know, I mean the the engine I wanted to keep completely original and, you know, I mean, but it was only 125 and it would never go anywhere. So right. that was kind of the hang up for many years. Um, and then finally Greg got a nice three car garage and it's like, oh, hell, you know, let me work on that thing. So he took it back and now it looks like it's going to be done here. I think in a week or maybe. And I am going to rebuild the original motor and put it back in the one. I don't, don't want to use the one that's in there right now. So, but, Greg, um, so, so we will honor that, Dwight. So this oh, is nice. this, this is the, the front end for this thing. It goes right here. So, Greg, what year is that bike? Sixty. Uh, Nineteen sixty. Wow. Yeah, so sixty. Hold on. So, Dwight, does Greg have like like all the proper tools? Because I know when you're yeah. working on bikes to this level, you need. You need certain you need, tools. Yeah, you need specific presses. tools. Yeah, you, yeah, he's got all that stuff, and I mean, he's yeah, he understands how to do most of it. I think you know. These are you know I got all kinds of wrist pin tool. You know, I mean, this is just this is just a few of them here. Wow, these, these aren't even really library specific. Shit, man, I want to go hang out in his garage. <laughs> yeah, it's fun stuff, man. He's got a beautiful thing. He's got some beautiful stuff going on there. <laughs> all right, well, guys, hey. Thanks for your time, man. Um, I think it's been it's been good. I like the fact that we were able to catch up you know, on a personal level as well. And um, and you know, it kind of sucks. I sold my truck, as you know, oh, Dwight. Well, you did. I didn't know. Right. That. I sold my truck, and I bought 
uh, you know, I have a, a, a Subaru Outback. So I have this Outback and I bought that, you know, that I bought one of those hitch trailers yeah. that puts the bike on site, you know, on its side. Oh, right. Uh-huh. You know, and it scares the shit out of me to put it on there, man. Yeah. Um, I get nervous with that. And I tried it a couple of times. I strapped it, you know, and I could never really get it to balance correctly on there because there was always a little bit of play. And then on top of that, you know, the straps to tie it down, my wife made me some like almost these cushiony fabric out of like uh out of like uh moving uh moving blankets um to protect the scooter mm-hmm. uh from it from chafing from the from the uh, tie downs right mm-hmm. and even with all that stuff i was still kind of like man i'm i just i it, it, i was still nervous doing it by myself yeah you know mm-hmm. to load and unload it you know, so I got to think of another way. I'm, you know, I think I'm going to eventually buy a, a, probably buy a little truck like the one you got, Dwight. Do you still have yeah. your truck, Dwight? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> That's, I mean, that thing's a lifesaver, man. I mean, again, it just it fits my scooter, dude. It's a, you know, Toyota, whatever it is. Or Tacoma, it's a, Tacoma. It, yours is a long bed, right? Yeah. A long yep. bed with, yeah. And that, that's you all you need, longer man. Bed. I have a long bed. In my, I have an F-150 too. You, I was going to ask you. You still have your 150? Yeah, I do. It's it's great, but it's 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 a little high compared to Dwight's truck. Oh, I know. I mean, I know. I know that was happy because remember, I had a 150 as well, and it was kind of you know put it in the driveway where the dip is, and then the yeah. little ledge and the and you know try to get it up, and you know you think a scooter's you know relatively light, but when you're in that position. It's 300 it's, pounds. It, it screws with you. Yeah, yeah. They're 300 pounds. And I mean, you go off for one way and they're gone, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, I get kind of nervous about it. I'm hoping that I can find a better quality, maybe high. If you guys know of something, let me know. But uh, maybe one of those side yeah. side hitch mount things yeah. that, that might be a, a, a better one or the one that you know from other owners or whatever that say hey this is the best thing and just let me know because i need to figure out something here well, some I have like a little single single trailers too you know that's another thing i've thought about i mean I, I know that there's been these like these little you know again you know you know i got i gotta deal with you know the space and space, stuff like right, that right, right. that's yeah, another issue that you know yeah or yvette you know yvette will kill me you know <laughs> if i freaking throw a trailer in the front yard you know, Put so it looks better that way. <laughs> on blocks, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's the last thing I needed freaking for Yvette to go nuts on me. Um, <laughs> um, so I mean, and and you know, and I know that there are these little trailers that are kind of foldable and stuff like yeah. that. So I mean, maybe something like that might end up working. People use those ones like you have, man. I've seen people use those things a lot. It, they feel scary, but I, I've seen people use them. So yeah, I guess they get used to it after a yeah. while. But yeah, I it's guess you gotta you gotta have to deal with it. Maybe maybe I'll find something that that works like that. All right, guys. Thank you so much, man. It was All great right. catching up. You great having a, a scooter talk. Thanks, and um we gotta go we gotta go ride. We gotta go hang with Greg and uh i'd love i'd love to go and and check out all your stuff greg you know and any, any sunday come over here yeah <laughs> i know any sunday with dwight. Yeah. Yep. yeah maybe and, next uh, time dwight you do it do a ride out there or you go out to uh, out uh i guess down here because you're yeah. still in where are you in in lake, lake forest. forest yeah yeah so when you come down yeah, I'll, it, I'll i'll hit you up and, and tell you because yeah yeah let me know soon so oh there's going to be a scooter uh swap meet here soon too where is it the Long Beach one? No, that's not. There's that one's in April. There's this other one's in La Habra, I think. Yeah, on twelfth. That's, that's in like a week and a half or so. I think it's next next Sunday. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I next Sunday I'm driving. We're coming back from from. Uh, that looks that looks painful for wherever it is. <laughs> well, we're coming back from like I think Napa or something. We're going up there for some for something with my brother. So old people shit we gotta go do. Sounds uh, <laughs> <That was> great. <laughs> All right, guys. 
Thank you. We'll talk again. Thanks. Bye. Bye.